Today on episode 366 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, do you store any private information on your computer in a Word document? And maybe you'd like to keep some other people from being able to see what's in that document? Turns out there's an easy way to do that. Another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Good morning and welcome back to The Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson. And on this podcast, I like to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And it's pretty cool when you can protect your information and keep it safe. And you know, like everything else we talk about on this podcast, it doesn't require any technical expertise or computer know-how. Do you ever wonder what exactly I do all day? Come on, I know you've probably asked yourself, hmm, I wonder what Scott's doing right now. Actually, I've asked myself that question sometimes. But the answer is, I work on computers. I set up newly purchased computers, I fix things, all kinds of stuff. And I can fix your computer even if you're not local to me. So whenever you need help, just give me a call. 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's tip can be seen at my website if you go to computertutorflorida.com forward slash 366. So let's get started. There's a trend I see among my clients, and I'm pretty sure it's pretty common with a lot of other computer users as well, I see a lot of people using a Word document to keep track of their passwords. Is this the best way to track passwords? No. But it's also not the worst strategy. What I think is the worst password strategy is to just use the same password whenever you create a new account, or to use the same password and add a 1 to the end of it. I know most people aren't worried about it because so far they haven't had any problem. I have people who tell me, yeah, I created an account for my Yahoo email address, but all I ever use that account for is when I buy something online, so that way all the junk email goes to that account instead of my real email address, and I use this one password that's easy to remember. So what's the big deal if someone hacks into that email account? There's nothing there that I care about, so whatever, doesn't matter. But they also used that password, or maybe a slight variation of it, like I mentioned adding a 1 to the end, when they created their Bank of America account. So guess what? Maybe you don't care that someone hacks into your junk Yahoo email, but as soon as someone gets into that, you know what they're going to do? They're going to go to all the bank websites, the retirement investing websites, PayPal, all of those, and they're going to try to log in using your email address and that same password. Most people would not be okay with that. What a headache to try to resolve something like that, especially if several different banks are involved. So that's the worst strategy, in my opinion. The best strategy, and again, this is just my opinion, is to use a password manager program that stores all of your passwords for you. The one I use is LastPass, and it works great. I've used it for a long time, and I've helped a lot of clients set it up. 
With LastPass, you can use really good, long, random passwords, and you don't have to remember them because LastPass remembers them for you. You can even have it as an app on your phone, so you always have access to your passwords wherever you are. So this plan of having all your passwords listed in a Word document and saved on your computer, not the worst strategy and not the best. It's somewhere in the middle. But if you're going to store your passwords in a Word document on your computer, there's one more thing you should do. You should put a password on that document. And really, any documents on your computer that contain sensitive or private information like that should have a password. I think most people would agree that's a good idea, but yet most people don't do it. And I think that's just because, one, most people don't realize they can even do that. And two, most people don't know how to do it or how easy it is. So today we're going to fix that. So I'm going to walk you through the process here on the podcast. But if you're listening right now while you're out walking your dog, or maybe you're busy getting vaccinated or something, you can check out the step-by-step process on my website at computertutorflorida.com slash 366. All right, here's how you add a password to a Word document. First, you open that document, and then you click File, which is in the top left corner, and in that menu, click on Info. Now you'll see a little square that says Protect Document, and it has the option to view a drop-down menu. So you view that menu, and one of the options there is Encrypt with Password. So you click on that, and it prompts you to enter whatever password you want to use for this document. So you'll need to type it once, and then type it again to confirm, and that's it. Now you save that document and close it. And of course, because I know you're curious about whether this is really going to work or not, now you can go back in and open that same document. And you know what you're going to see? You'll see a little pop-up window that says, uh, hey, this document is password protected. You'll need to type the password in order to open it. And that's when you type that password and you're back in. See, it's easy. Now, if for some reason you want to remove the password requirement for this file, you just go back in with the same process and delete the password field. In other words, you just leave it blank. Now, it's just like it was before you did anything. That file will open up without any password requirement. Keep in mind, this is not a 100% foolproof security method to protect the information in the document. Someone who really knows what they're doing could probably still get into that file if they really wanted to. So with that in mind, don't name the file something like all my passwords. Instead, name it something that no hacker would be interested in, like my Brussels sprouts recipe or something like that. Actually, if you have a good Brussels sprouts recipe, I'd love to see it because I love Brussels sprouts. For me, I roast them with garlic cloves and onion powder, and they are super delicious. Probably my favorite vegetable. Anyway, that's how you password protect a Word document. And incidentally, it's the exact same process for an Excel spreadsheet. I'm guessing the same thing would work for any Office program. So get in there and protect those private files. And on my other podcast right now, I have a crazy story with Deneen. She was driving one day, and she had her two little girls in the back seat. They're ages four and two. And they had to stop for a train that was crossing, and they were first in line. So they were watching the big train rumble by just a few feet in front of their car. But then Deneen realized that something was wrong because the train's wheels were not on the track that train was about to crash. Well, you can hear that whole story on my other podcast called What Was That Like? 
You can listen to it on any podcast app, including Spotify and Pandora, or at the website at whatwasthatlike.com slash 71. And you know what I like? I like to hear from you. You can email me at pctutor at gmail.com, or you can call my podcast voicemail line, and that number is 727-386-9468, and it's available anytime, day or night. Just leave a recorded message there. And that'll do it for this episode, but I'll be back here in two weeks with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless. Drilling holes? That's boring.